What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of my podcast, How to Be Popular. It's your boy CJ, and I'm super excited for season two of this podcast. This is the second episode of season two. So, you guys that listened to season one, I mean, yeah, season one, you realize that it was a bit more short form, but um, season two, I'm trying to get deep into the conversation and really unpack what's going on in everyday life and influence and just how to how to move around and navigate your life as someone who wants to have influence over other people, right? So with episode two, I'm excited and I'm buzzing because I'm joined by a very special guest. Um, her name is Salma. She's the current Miss Namibia. Ooh, right. Um, how did I get in the room to do a podcast with me? I have no <laughs> idea. But this is Salma and I'd like to welcome you to the, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm no excited p- to be here. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Um, so today's episode, we're going to speak about pretty much looking at what happens after you become popular, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this whole this whole podcast is about learning to get to a place where where you are, you have influence over people mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're recognized in your community. Like, people respect you for what you do, right? Absolutely. So how do you how do you navigate through the space in that space and like what are the things that people have missed during that but first before we get into that i just want to say yeah please like introduce yourself and just be like what are you about like what's like things that come to your head like your hobbies and all that kind of stuff so so so, pe- so people can know like a little bit about you uh-huh. so um after the Awesome introduction by CJ. Uh, my name is Salma Kamanya. I'm Miss Namibia 2018. Um, I'm going to start off by mentioning my national project, which is mental health, especially amongst the youth. Um, I'm a pretty chilled person. I think uh, CJ can attest to the fact that, you know, I've changed a lot ever since high school. If you guys didn't know, <laughs> we actually went to school together about grade nine. I'd say for yeah. me, grade nine, grade 10, um, I used to go to school with CJ, now known as CJ, they connect. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited to be here. He told me like a brief about his show, how to be popular, basically how to navigate your life through being respected in your community. I think that for me, as far as that goes, like I just take it day by day. Oh. Nobody gave me a blueprint to this or instruction manual. I just go with the flow. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's just get straight into it. Um, as Miss Namibia, mm-hmm. you obviously put in the spotlight, right? Yeah. And a lot of people are trying to either get things from you or listen to you and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you go from just being, I'd say, a regular girl mm-hmm. to being someone that represents the country. Mm-hmm. So what was that experience like off the get-go? Like, did you expect to win? Um, or what was, what was it like getting into that? Okay. Um, I did not expect to, and I was actually quite flabbergasted. And I think you can see that from my reaction on stage. <laughs> um, it was an, a life-changing experience, obviously. You go from being a regular girl to overnight being like a national sensation. And um, what that has meant for me is basically a lot of coming out of my comfort zone. Um, I was an introvert prior to this. I've now kind of like elevated into an ambivert. That's a mixture between an introvert and an extrovert. I think that it pushes you a lot um, mentally, physically, emotionally. It's so character building because you're constantly being put under pressure. And um, yeah, I think that 
like I said before, you can never prepare for this type of role. But um, what keeps me sane is basically having mentors, like mm. having a spiritual mentor, having a mentor in business. I think that speaking to people that have been in this position and um, that can basically navigate, help me navigate my life through this amazing experience is like key to me. Wow. Okay. Um, that was cool. You said something that, that really stuck with me. You said you can never... You can never prepare for something like this, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I believe, I mean, this whole podcast and everything I do, I really believe influence is the highest currency in the world. Absolutely. But at the same time, everything that's that's good comes with sacrifice. Yeah. So what's the type of things that you have to sacrifice when you're in a position where everyone is looking at you? Like, what are the things that, that hit you in the face that you just didn't expect at all? Um, I'd say the invasion of privacy. I feel like, you know, people become kind of like entitled to knowing who you are, what you do on a daily basis. Um, That's number one for me. Number two, sacrificing your time. I mean, you now have to pursue the objectives of other people, of organizations. And um, that can be quite challenging, especially if you're... um, a young adult and you're still trying to navigate your life through building your career and um, finishing school, tertiary university and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's time. And then it's um, it's a lot of pressure as well. Like there are so many things that you have to sacrifice on a daily. You almost have to like die to self and um, digress your own objectives in order to pursue those of others. But, you know, it's a it's only for a year. So, yeah. I mean, like and it's life changing all the opportunities presented to you. So um, needless to say, I wouldn't change anything about it. Okay. Okay. So, and that's the thing, guys. Like, I know, I know this, this podcast and everything is about like being popular and whatever, but you have to understand that it comes with a lot of responsibility and it comes, you come to a place where you have to represent a lot of people and people look up to you. And when people look up to you in that sort of way, you have to be able to deliver, right? Um, so it's a bit scary, but there's always a way around it. There's always things you can do. Yeah. And and that's why I'm a I'm a I'm a big believer of becoming popular, but um having influence over your community or people around you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know why you're doing it. Absolutely. Um because if you don't then you you, you just become fluff, you know? And it yeah. just becomes like this whole image thing and that's how people get depressed. Yeah. And and something I've noticed around a lot of people is when they become when they reach a point where they have influence, people feel like they can't reach them anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of become isolated and become alone. Absolutely. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you get anxious sometimes? Do you feel alone at times? Like, what's your interpretation of that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I definitely go through the motions. It's like a roller coaster sometimes. Um, but, you know, every day you're faced with different challenges. And I mean, people expecting so much from you, you kind of, you not only experience pressure from other people, but you put pressure on yourself. So you're constantly forced with, um, forced to, um, basically train yourself to see it in such a way that it's going to be character building. It's good for me. And I need to take the responsibility to basically build myself because, um, you're trying to strive to be the best version of yourself you possibly can be. And you don't want to disappoint other people. So it's a lot. It's a lot that comes with a role like this. And um, 
like I said before, you know, speaking to people that have been in this position and that can um, give me advice and give me tips and tricks and how to um, stay sane, stay um, accessible to other people because um, I had the tendency to kind of go into isolation, especially when I was faced with a lot of pressure and stuff like that. And in this role, like, you don't have time for that. You know, you basically don't have time for yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like rolling with the punches and um, coming out stronger than you were yesterday. That's like a staple everyday thing to me. Yeah. Well, that's 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 super clear to me, and I completely agree. Um, it's such it's such a unique space to be in. I yeah. think I think it's honestly one of the most rewarding things you can have, but at the same time, like I said, you have to know what you what you're in, why you're in it and what you're in it for, and you need to know how how you feed as well, because a lot of people feed differently, and I like to explain this. Um, and the reason why I say feed is because. Um, your body has to run and your 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 mind has to run and every day you're trying to chase chase your dreams and whatever but you need to understand how you feed what keeps you going yeah. um and for me money doesn't keep me going mm-hmm. um what keeps me going is aspiration mm. like i love the idea of having people that that view me and aspire to be the kind of person that I am. Mm-hmm. The kind of um, people that look at me and be like, oh man, that guy's great and he's doing things that I would admire and that I want to be like, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what fuels me. So instead of instead of going for gigs or stuff like that that pay the most, I'd rather put myself in a position to get the most aspiration, you know? So that understanding that puts you puts you in front mm-hmm. because you know you're taking care of yourself and you never get to a point where you you feel like you're drained because you're feeding yourself right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for you, what would you say feeds you? Um, I think that it correlates a lot into what you said, mm. um, aspiration and inspiration. You know, there are people that DM me on a daily basis and say, you know, I look up to you in this regard and you inspire me so much. And that honestly is like fuel to me, you yeah. know, because um, you need that thing that keeps you going. Because intrinsically, when I feel like it's not going to come from myself, I yeah. look you you tend to look to other people to basically give you that extra push, give you that motivation in order to continue. So I'd say like um, being grounded, also remaining humble, like spending time with my family mm. and then also just engaging with like your supporters and people who truly ride for you. Yeah. That, that keeps me going. Wow. So speaking on that, I, lit- I recently did a, a promotional video for my podcast mm-hmm. and it was speaking about this idea of how the world... Um, puts people on a pedestal mm-hmm. that are great at being alone. Yeah. So this whole idea of I made it on my own mm-hmm. and I don't need nobody else. Mm-hmm. And when a this is when the girls just like yeah I'm I'm on my own and I'm loving my life and ev- everyone in the comments is like yes boo you get <laughs> it boo or whatever you know. Yeah. So there's this culture this real culture that like if you we worship people that are absolutely great at being being by themselves. Mm-hmm. And I have a problem with that because... But do we worship people that are great or look great at being by themselves? Well, Because I social think, media, like, is deceptive. I know, and that's <laughs> the, and that, that's what I'm leaning into, actually. Because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to speak about that because on social media, you can show that it looks like you're self-made completely, but Absolutely. everyone, everyone with an extremely good social media mm-hmm. has an extremely good team. Mm-hmm. 110%. Absolutely. And we don't see that. Mm-hmm. So what happens is people feel like they need to isolate themselves and they need mm-hmm. to get to a place where um, I need to do it on my own or it's just me and I need to work hard by myself and then they get sad and alone and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. For me, I honestly believe 
the best part about success comes from being able to share it with someone. Absolutely. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. being able to be like my team is my team is great. Yeah. My team is on point. Um, thank you guys or whatever. Because I mean, when you celebrate, you don't celebrate by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like, and there's this analogy that I always give. It's like, imagine someone said, I'll give you a Lamborghini. Yeah. But no one can see you in it. Mm-hmm. And you can't, and you can't tell anyone you have it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You can, it feels, I guess you'll feel good that you have a Lamborghini, but you can't, who are you going to run to and be like, yo, exactly. check out my Lamborghini. You know what I mean? Will it be as gratifying if you can't flex? Exactly. <laughs> right? That's a good way to put it. Will it be as gratifying if you can't flex? Yeah. And so that's the, that's the narrative I'm trying to challenge you with mm-hmm. this podcast and everything that I do. I'm trying to challenge that and be like, listen, everything, everything really, really good and genuine that comes from your life comes from the people around you. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's important for you to learn how to leverage relationships mm-hmm. and, and become popular in your community because Mm -hmm. the more connections you have, the more value you have. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So speaking about social media, Before you became Miss Namibia, yes. were you were you all about social media or like no, what was it like? Explain not at that. all. <laughs> I um, have a love hate relationship with social media. I think that um, okay, before Miss Namibia, I never had any type of social nothing. networks, nothing except for WhatsApp. Wow. And um, if I could choose, still to this day, I'd still just have WhatsApp. I think that social media is very very perplexing yeah. to me, at least. You know, um, it's a whole other virtual reality. It makes it makes us so desensitized, and it makes us like lose touch with reality and it has its pros and cons but for me it has more cons than pros <laughs> so um yeah it's love hate um i have to post as mm. much as i can i have to stay up to date with current trends because of the current position that i'm in and um i think that you know as far as i go i always try to post something inspirational mm. something motivational you know i think that if social media is used in a positive uplifting manner then it's not all that bad mm. but then i mean um it's so easy to, you know, for someone with a, a fake account, mm. people create fake, fake accounts these days to like throw shade or, True. you know, hate Thanks. on somebody else's pictures. And it's so easy to do that when you're not like, uh, when you don't know the person personally. True. So it's easy to have Twitter fingers. But then in person, you know, they're actually like fans. I've actually encountered that. Right. <laughs> I've had an experience like that. She used to talk mad like crap under my pictures when she met me. Oh my gosh, hi, this is me. <laughs> No yeah, so um, social media to me, hey, it's just, um, I can't wrap my head around it. For me, I think, I honestly believe social media is like a, it's like a microphone. Mm-hmm. I think it, and a microphone and a magnifying glass. I Absolutely. think it, it really bring, it can really bring out the true version of you. Yeah. And because I mean, who are you when no one's looking? Yeah. You know, and yeah. social media makes you bulletproof, sort of. So if you can go behind a fake account, mm-hmm. what are you saying? Are you sending a positive message or a negative message, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, who you are in that space, I feel like that's the true genuine version of who you are Absolutely. because no one's looking, no one's going to judge you and you're, you're sort of protected. So now you can finally come out or whatever, you know? Who are you when no one is watching? Who are you when no one's watching? Absolutely. So that's so that's how I feel, but I've, I personally love social media mm-hmm. and I'll explain why. Because as I said, I think it's opened the doors for everyone to have a, a play in the market, mm-hmm. number one, mm-hmm. and everyone to have a voice. Yeah. Like, even if you have 200 followers, yeah. if your 200 followers absolutely love what you do, mm-hmm. then you have influence. Influence mm-hmm. is not having 10,000 followers, guys. Like, that's not the point. Yeah. The point is being able to extend a message over those 200 people, 50 people, that impacts their life, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what I love about it. Like, literally gives you a mi- it's like giving you a microphone. Mm-hmm. 
And before we didn't have this platform, we never had stuff that could let kids or anyone from any sort of background have a voice. Absolutely. And there's so many barriers and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. now, now it's a level playing field. Yeah. But what do you think the future looks like in terms of social media and all that kind of stuff? What do you think we're going into? Do you think we're going to a place where it's becoming better or it's becoming worse? Like what, what's your feel on it? I get your perspective on social media, but for me personally, yeah. it's no, a no. Obviously, yeah. It's a no. <laughs> um, just because, like I mentioned before, I'm, I was somewhat an introvert. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like the, it's an invasion of privacy to me, you know, having to share my life with millions of people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because people can be, people don't have to follow you to see, like, if your page is not private. Like, people can stalk you on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? So, um, with regards to where it's going, I mean, we've made so much progress, leaps and bounds, with regards to women empowerment and movements such as the Me Too movement and um, Black Lives Matter. So, in that sense, social media has been, like, a pivotal instrument (laughs) for bringing about amazing change in the world because you know it's a worldwide network so in that sense it's amazing it's phenomenal it's like information at your fingertips um but then for the social media the millennials the social media generation coming up it's left up to their discernment how to use social media and so that can go two ways it can be really really great they can use it for positive um positive um what am i what's the word I'm impact for? positive impact or they can use it to hate yeah and they can use it to become dictators yeah. and you know haters in general mm-hmm. so i think that you know i think that especially in this day and age we have to start teaching um how to navigate through social media in schools yeah don't you think so no 100 percent. i agree because i think we need to prepare our kids for the Absolutely. world the world they're gonna live in and that's why i personally personally mm-hmm. when someone's like <laughs> I'll never let, I won't let my kid get Instagram or Facebook or whatever until they're like 16 at yeah. this age. I'm like, you're doing your kid a dysfunction because Absolutely. within the next 10 years, what does, what does their actual world look like? Yeah. Not what you think you want it to look mm-hmm. like, but what does it actually look like? And social media is basically like raising your children today. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is. You have to be a part of it. You have to understand that they're going to live in a world where these platforms are going to primarily control majority of their social interaction absolutely so if they don't know how to navigate through mm-hmm. it then you're taking it away from them you know, protecting them is sort of like doing them a injustice in yeah. some sort of way you know yeah um but just to just to sort of wrap up the conversation mm-hmm. and and give people perspective more perspective um i've made let's say i've made it in life or whatever right and i'm popular like and then things start hitting me in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the tips? What are the things that you've learned to just like be able to just shape shift and like move through and like get a, get like get away with being popular but still remaining you? Mm-hmm. You know, like what are the things that come to mind when you think about that? Know thyself. Wow. I think that self introspection is like such a pivotal thing in my life it's like i have to do that on a daily basis because people will start trying to tell you who you are you know and um your perspective of self can be so so quickly influenced if you don't know who you are Mm. so um you know in the words of my mom you should take care of your being 
100%. And it's okay to be selfish sometimes. Like, it's okay to want to build yourself because um, you are your most valuable relationship. You know, I think that before you can get into any kind of interaction or relationship with anybody, whether it be friendships or um, boyfriend, girlfriend relationships, I think that the most important part is that you already have that existing healthy relationship with yourself. Because uh, this is kind of like going off topic. Yeah, but, um, you know, girls, they get into relationship nowadays and um, they be they identify themselves as becoming a part of somebody else because they don't know themselves. And um, my perspective on that is I want to belong completely to myself before I become the half of somebody else. So I think that everything comes down to, you know, self-introspection for me. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, you heard it. You heard it straight from Salma herself, um, the current Miss Namibia, and she's gonna be traveling and doing a lot of stuff. So, yeah. I'm sure you guys can reach out to her, get, like follow her on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But before I leave, right, mm-hmm. this is my signature question to every guest that I have. Mm-hmm. You are you're back in your hometown. Yes, is this scenario right? You're mm-hmm. back in your hometown. Everything has gone amazing. Mm-hmm. Your life is you're where you want to be. You're extremely successful. Mm-hmm. You have a billboard in the busiest road in town. Mm-hmm. What does that billboard say? She was the catalyst for change. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is powerful. That is powerful. Wow, guys. Thanks again for joining us at How To Be Popular podcast. Um, it's your boy, CJ. Um, and please, guys, please follow Salma on Instagram. Do you want to shout out your Instagram handle? Salma Kamanya. That's it. Salma Kamanya? Yeah. That's it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, follow her on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, on Twitter. Um, at and just show some love. And thank you so much for joining joining me and personally taking out of your time to just come show love to my peeps. Um, and guys, we're going to keep going. And don't forget, take the shot. Take the freaking shot. <laughs>